1: only one song worth singing. They may try and sell you
0: Friday here on The Exxon. Welcome to The Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates across the United States, Canada, Central America, the Caribbean. Let me see South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, Europe, and the rest of the world on TalkstarRadio.com streaming audio. If you'd like to give us a call tonight and uh, speak with any of our guests... Tell us your opinions, your views, what's on your mind. Our toll-free number is 1-877-528-8255. That's toll-free at one eight seven seven five two eight, eight two five five. 528 8255 My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On a message, Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradio.com. On tonight's show, John Press is going to be joining me in a few minutes. We're going to be talking about his new book that is uh, just uh, going to be coming out, Culturalism, A Word A Value, Our Future. Dr. Eugene Stovall will be joining me talking about conspiracy theory that explains blunders in America. Elizabeth Joyce will be doing psychic readings for one and all. And Chris Fisher will be doing astrology. That's all tonight here on The X Zone. Today is uh, Friday, January the 18th, and on this date in 1644, a group of pilgrims reported the very first UFO sighting in America over what is now Boston. Uh, Personally, I'm pretty sure that's the day that Regis landed, and you can read the entire story in the book, Closeth Encounters. In 1778, Captain James Cook discovered what he called the Sandwich Islands. On this date in 1911, a plane landed on a ship, the USS Pennsylvania, for the first time. And in 1912, English explorer Robert Scott and his expedition arrived in the South Pole. Today is uh, Kevin Costner's birthday. He turns 53. Bobby Goldsboro from uh, Honey and uh, let me see, uh, watching Scotty grow, turns 67 today. And today is Maintenance Day all around the world. So there you go. Today in history and on this day whose birthday it is. My first guest tonight is... Uh, John Press, he's, writing, uh, he's written a book called Culturalism, A Word, A Value, and Our Future. And uh, John is currently a doctoral student at NYU studying the history of education. He holds a master's degree from UCLA, an administrative credential, and two teaching credentials. He's taught U.S. history, philosophy, and psychology at the high school level for eight years and has traveled all over, well, pretty much of the globe. And John, welcome to the Exxon.
2: Thank you, Rob. It's exciting to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, it's my pleasure. John, the word culturalism, what does it mean?
2: Well, I'll tell you, but first I have to correct you. Sorry about that. There is no letter A or letter L in culturism. It's just cultureism. And culturism is an alternative to multiculturalism. Mm -hmm. Uh, Multiculturalism holds that there's no particular core culture in Western countries that we're an assemblage of random country, cultures, more or less. And culturists say, no, we have actually in these countries and our Western countries and, and other countries have in their countries core traditions. Multiculturalism also holds that they're basically, all oh, cultures are interchangeable. Um, we should celebrate them all. They, they don't really make much of a difference. And culturalism takes cultures and cultural diversity seriously. So, it, again, it's an alternative to the widely accepted multicultural view that's out there now.
0: All right, John, please stand by. You and I have to take our first commercial break for this hour. You and I will be back in two minutes' time. John Press is our special guest, and we're going to be talking about culturism right here on the Exxon. Our toll-free number is 1-877-528-8255. That is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. John's website is www.culturism.us. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exome for Friday, January the 18th, in the year 2008. And John uh, Press and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively on the Talkstar Radio Network.
1: One who could cherish me as much
0: as I Cherish you John Press is our special guest. And uh, John, how does culturism help to uh, counter multiculturists And uh, what is wrong with multiculturalism? Well,
2: I'm glad you asked me. I think multiculturalism is basically it's dangerous because it denies that. United States Western countries are special countries now, other countries don't make this mistake um, Saudi Arabia God bless them they you know they protect their culture they're, they're very uh, they're very nervous about it as we've traditionally been about ours and, and they think it's special so they take action to protect it um, when we look at multiculturalism it says well basically all cultures are the same and then we we also end up getting um, we, we don't have a word to talk about Cultural differences without going to racism, and, and I think that again, the word culturism can help us out in distinguishing that we do have a core culture with positive values, and allows us to talk about differences without you know being nervous that everybody's talking about race all the time.
0: Okay, so when we talk about the um, the delicate balance that has to be maintained in this day and age, and in our societies. How does this affect racial profiling?
2: Okay, well, racism, first of all, let's just be really clear. Racism, from a culturist point of view, is dangerous and it's stupid. I mean, there's no benefit to talking about race because you're you're not going to change your race. There's nothing much you can do about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we do need to be able to talk about cultural diversity. Cultural diversity is a real and legitimate consideration. Um, For example... People decry the focus on mosques when looking for terrorist cells because they say it's racist. But we need to be able to distinguish between race and culture. Islam's not a race. There are Muslims of all colors. Uh, This is not racial profiling. It's culturist profiling. Cultures are different. Uh, Islam is a culture, and uh, despite what multiculturalists say, cultural diversity is real and significant. Racism is evil, but culturism is rational, legitimate, and necessary. We need to be able to say, you know, these people do uh, have a tendency toward terrorism because it comes out of their culture. And, and we, we have to be able to say that without fear of being called racist. And uh, so, again, we, we have culturism gives us a word. I, I'm, I, I hate racist, but I'm very proud to be a culturist.
0: Okay, so uh, does this mean that the West is superior to other cultures?
2: You know, I've been battling with people about this. This is, this is something uh, that, that people don't really get. Cultures holds that, that we are not superior. We are a different lifestyle. Uh, again, Islamic countries, they have a different lifestyle. We have a different lifestyle. And I can't really tell you which is, you know, in a metaphysical sense, better. Uh, for a person who's raised in an Islamic society, their way is better. For for me, I can't conceive of being over and, and living in that kind of culture. So, my culture is better to me. Um, yeah, you know, I, I the sort of you know I'm, I take pride in the West. I love Western history. I love the intro you did. There's a lot of history in it. Um, but it's to the extent that we just figure we're the best, we're the best, we're the best, we become kind of arrogant and complacent. Um, no, i don't I don't think we're necessarily the best, and we might not be the best in the ultimate um, ch- test of the, of being the best, which is survival.
1: Um
2: I don't know if people who are sort of complacent about their culture, uh, take it for granted, can withstand an onslaught of people that are willing to die for their culture, mm-hmm. that are uh, you're very excited about it. I would hope that we would be excited about our culture too, but it's not necessarily the best, no.
0: Is it it true that culturism is against human rights?
2: Um, It's not really so much a matter of being against human rights, but culturism just doesn't believe they exist. Um, You know, uh, when people say human rights, it sounds like some sort of metaphysical truism. Mm -hmm. But rights don't originate from wishes. They only come from countries that believe in them and can afford them to go back to Saudi Arabia, I don't know why I'm picking on them tonight, but I am, Saudi Arabia has money, but they don't believe in rights, so they don't, you don't have rights in Saudi Arabia. In Africa, where they, uh, they even people who believe in rights, your right to education, for example, have no money, they can't make that come true. Rights only come from countries that believe in them and can afford them, and if Western powers fall, uh, rights will cease to exist. So, so uh I don't believe that I don't have rights in other countries and, and they don't necessarily have rights here. We only have the rights that our culture can create.
0: Um, uh, okay, okay. I, I can understand so, that.
2: Yes, yeah, so I'm not much of an internationalist. I don't know if you listen to the news as, as your uh, program was starting, but Google's giving a lot of money to Africa and mm-hmm. say, you know, saying that people don't have jobs and they're poor. Absolutely true. Um, but, you know, we have problems, too, and it's sort of our job to take care of ourselves, and they have a different value system. And for us to go meddling in other people's cultures and, and so forth before we take care of ourselves, I think that's a, it's a mistake that when you get into human rights and internationalism that you fall into.
0: I think at times we can cause more problems than we can, than we can uh, fix things.
2: Absolutely. Somebody said to me today, they said, well, does that mean that you support tyranny in other countries? Well, you know, tyranny is a broad word. Other countries have different ways of doing things. They have kings. They have different systems. And and uh, you know, for me to say, well, I know what's best for you, and and I'm going to impose my model on you. Quite often, quite frankly, we don't really have any idea of what's going on over in other countries.
0: I think that's part, part of in the whole, base...
2: whole different system.
0: I think that's a major part of the problem is that we do not know what is going on. We think we do, but we really don't take the time to understand. The, uh, the 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 uh, the political system. We certainly don't take the time to learn about the religious philosophies, and least uh-huh. of all, we don't take the time to learn about the people.
2: Yeah, and we kind of just go in with this view that everybody is sort of waiting to be an American, and so you know, hope we don't do it. But culturism is. Uh, kind of isolationist, but, you know, we're sort of on the verge of going in and telling Pakistan, now you're going to be a a democracy with, uh, you know, respect for free speech, separation of church and state, rights and so forth, and, you know, that just might not be the individual rights model, democracy, free speech, separation of church and state model, might not be what they want. They might be more into like a collective thing, where they celebrate the same God, and they have the same holidays, and, you know, whatever they want to do, so I, I... I think when we get into this human rights model, it gets us in trouble.
0: I think the uh, people, the, uh, the government in Pakistan has made it clear that they do not want the United States government or military or CIA in their country.
2: And, you know, it's interesting. Um, I know you guys do stuff on UFOs. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Group dynamics change based on context. I, I think if, if our planet was invaded by UFOs, it was really clear to everybody, you know, we'd suddenly think, wow, hey, we're all humans down here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way, there may be factions fighting in Pakistan, but once somebody shows up from outside, you got to expect that people are going to unite and say, wait, 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 wait. You know, I, I, I may hate him, but he's one of us.
0: That's right. <laughs> Because right. at, that, at that time, we are the aliens doing the invading.
2: It, whether for good or bad, it's just, you know, it's yeah. meddling in your own in somebody else's affairs. Um, and I, I also talking about, you know, how these sort of group dynamics are manipulable. I think that we need to wake up to the fact that we're special. We have positive values in the West. They may not be the world's values, but they're fragile. They're our values. And if we don't protect our country. If we don't come together on some basic Western values and, and reinforce them and uh, teach them, we, we have the possibility of slipping away into into anarchy, chaos. What you know, whatever you know, preceded sort of enlightened ages, a lot of dark and age dark ages stuff. So I think we need to also. Um, you know, protect our culture as well as, as respect other people's cultures. We have to respect our culture. I don't think multiculturalism helps us teach positive values as well as culturism would. That's why I'm a culturist.
0: Tell me, uh, John, what are the biggest culturist uh, threats facing the West today?
2: The biggest culturist threats facing the West? Well, some of them are internal. Some of them are external. Um I would say that the, the number one thing facing the West today is um, Islam. Right now we've got this continuance of something that's been going on for 1,400 years, the, the battle between us and them. And um, I think the extent that we don't recognize that we're fragile and diversity exists, we, we're doing like Europe is doing, which is allowing a huge Muslim population to come into our country, and um, that ends up balkanizing us. Um, They have no-go zones in England and different parts of Europe. I don't want those here. And I think that we're fairly fragile. I I think, you know, 9-11 was was an attack on World Trade Center, Pentagon, possibly another target. And if we get a few of those in a row, I think that our uh, indifferent, maybe, shopping malls, our civil liberties, our economy is fragile. Mm -hmm. It can take a hit. And I think that we need to err on the side of caution. Again, as a culturist, I, I don't believe in international rights. They don't let us into our country. That's fine. That's great. And you don't have right to be in our country unless you're an American. So that's, an, that's one of several international uh, culturist threats to our culture.
0: John, stand by. You and I have to take our news at the bottom of the hour. John Press is our special guest. He is the author of a, uh, of a new book that's coming out. It's called Culturism. A word, of value, our future. And you can find out all about John on his website at www.culturism.us. 1-877-528-8255 is toll free if you'd like to give us a call and ask John any questions. That's 1-877-528-8255. My email address is exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our website, www xzoneradio.com. Still to come on tonight's show, we have Dr. Eugene Stovall, Elizabeth Joyce, and Chris Flisher. The X Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell, will continue on the other side of this news break, live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, exclusively on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away.
3: If you have more than $7,500 in credit card debt, listen to these shocking facts. Debt can ruin your life. A great number of all marriages end in divorce due to financial problems. Many American families are only a few paychecks away from bankruptcy. There are secret programs that credit card companies don't want you to know about that will eliminate your debt. If you are drowning in credit card debt, there is a way out. Debt Relief of America can negotiate directly with your creditors to eliminate up to 60% of your credit card debt. Learn how to avoid bankruptcy and get more cash in your pocket. Call Debt Relief of America for a free debt analysis by one of their debt relief specialists. There is absolutely no cost or obligation. Call 800-936-1264. 800-936-1264. For your free information, call now, 800-936-1264, 800-936-1264.
0: Are you questioning your future in the year 2008 and what lies ahead for you in matters of family, love, finance, employment, and travel? Do you have questions that have been haunting you and now you're seeking guidance and the answer to these questions from those on the other side? If you have said yes, then you need to call Premier Psychics right now. At Premier Psychics, talented, gifted, professional psychics will help you find the answers to the questions that you seek and help you on life's metaphysical journey. Call Premier Psychics now, toll free at 1-866-803-6593 or visit Premier Psychics online at www.premierpsychics.com. Know today what the future holds for you. Once again, call Premier Psychics toll-free at 1-866-803-6593 or visit Premier Psychics online at www.premierpsychics.com where the extra E in Premier stands for excellence. John Press is our special guest this hour Exo Nation. His website is www.culturism.us. And, uh, John, how would you define the West?
2: The West, it's it's very interesting. Um, A lot of things that we take to be sort of international truths Mm -hmm. turn out just to be Western truths. Um, Freedom of speech, having individualism, having women's rights. Having uh, separation of church and state; these are these are Western ideals. Now that said, a lot of countries look back to a golden time. They're easy to define. We're a very progressive nation. You know, we've we've changed a lot. If you look at Western art, it's always changing, right? So we're uh, I I would define we're, we're we're a little bit harder to define than other cultures. But those basic truths that I listed; those are the core values of the West. You, you can really see them, you know. If you look at what what's come before us, I think like uh, the myth of the, the noble savages really hurt us. Right? We think that everybody before us was sort of kind and gentle, um, but we have really increased all uh, these things. Before, people used to, you know, twenty five percent of males used to die in battle. There was uh, women were, were like chattel. They worked so hard. There was so much violence and superstition and and. You know, we've we've carved this culture out. That again, to us seems like uh, it's just natural. But it's something that's taken a lot of work. If you study history and anthropology, it's taken a lot of work to create.
0: All right, how does how does culturism navigate or compare with culture wars?
2: culture wars. Well, culture wars, um, I find is a is a divisive term. Um, you know when it. Both secularists and religious folks in this country, we can look back to a culture that holds men's spiritual attributes to be more valuable than their physical attributes. And, you know, when it becomes Christians versus secularists, we start fighting, but I think that we can unite. Um, Plato, for example, said that men's souls were higher than their bodies. Uh, He said reason should rule appetite. Freud said the same thing, and Jesus did, too. Right? When we look at today's society, we can use these values to all come together, not just the uh, you know, Christians against um, against secularists. And I, I think it's it's a little bit broader, but I think it can unite us uh, more than, than it divides us. Uh, I, so I think I think we have a, a long, long tradition. I think culturism generically uh, takes in more of our tradition.
0: Now, why is the private and public distinction so important to culturism? Ultimately, does the uh, culturism support censorship?
2: Well, culturism advocates limited censorship, but that's something we already have. Uh, the FCC doesn't allow snuff films or porno on primetime. I think you'll agree that that's, that's probably a good thing. I agree, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, people say, no censorship. Well, it's, it's a matter of how much, and I think the FCC needs to keep the major media as clean as possible. Um, Similarly, I think the public space needs to be protected. Zoning laws need to keep billboards uh, for strip clubs off the way area of main highways. Again, I don't think we can take our culture for granted. I think we need to be culturists. I think if you just let it go, you know, if you let it go and you expect just, you know, good, wholesome behavior, if you expect responsible behavior, you don't really know what, what human beings have been, what the norm is for human beings. Again, there's, a, you know, deep in our soul, there's a lot of depravity. There's sure. lustful wishing and and worse. And and so, if we don't sort of show as a society that we believe in some wholesome values, again, what you're going to expect is uh, if you if you don't sort of direct and guide people, what's going to emerge won't necessarily be pretty. Uh, we need to be sort of culturists as we as we guide our, our country. And and yeah, some some censorship, if you want to call it that, or guidance, is necessary for this.
0: Tell me, do you think we've, we've uh, gone too far already, or are we are we at the point of no return?
2: I don't think so. I, I think especially these young people, as an example, um, we have a new generation coming all the time, and I think our, our World War II generation mm-hmm. older people that were uh, are still around are really healthy people. I, I don't think that we're past the point of no return, or, or I wouldn't, um, you know, I wouldn't write the book, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. But I think that we do need to start in schools and start in our public square and, and really discuss culture. What's, what's best in our culture? What do we have to do to maintain it? How do we protect it? Um, and, and again, uh, this sort of, this sense of our being unique, a unique culture, a sort of threat to our culture we've often long been sort of worried about our culture deteriorating, and uh, I think we need to, again, take that seriously and and build upon that that sort of um, understanding. And I don't think it's too late at all. I mean, we're still, we're still a great, dynamic country, uh, but is... we do need to be culturists. And I think if we identify ourselves with, as culturists, I think that, that helps us to the extent that we talk about cultures and we say, oh, this group has... Um, a higher pregnancy rate, out of wedlock pregnancy uh, rate, and he said, "Wow, no, no, you can't talk about that. That's a hot button issue. That's racist. We're, we're weakened. We need to be able to really talk about. Well, okay, for example, with immigration. Just like I said, some people have higher drinking rates. Some people have higher out of wedlock childbirthing mm-hmm. rates. We need to be able to talk about that honestly and not be afraid of, uh, of being called racist and." Also advocate positive values,
0: and that it's is a major—that is uh-huh. a major problem these days because um, you're afraid of uh, of violating anyone's rights, so you feel that you're being suppressed. Yeah, the freedom um, of speech really isn't there anymore.
2: It's in a way, it's gone because yeah, you are afraid of what you're going to say and people being mm-hmm. offended. And at the same point, we can't guide our culture because, you know, if one person might be offended by it, it, it can't happen. So we have, um, you know, I, I sympathize sometimes with the uh, religious people who say, you know, if we want to put up uh, Ten Commandments, well, one person says, I, I that, that would hurt me. And so it can't be done. Or or a moment of silence in schools. We, you know, the individual rights have so trumped the cultural rights. Yep. That we can't move as a society, and I think it's it's really it's made us stuck and unable to to advocate values.
0: And it's also adding more um, more to the to the problem than it is adding to the solution.
2: Absolutely. Sure. It, it, well, it defies solutions because, like you said, of everything I say, mm-hmm. you're it's gonna. If I say I think that um, eating healthy foods is good, well, well, that's people who are really into junk food. And, and so then the just food rights people come, and we're, you know, we we're we back better celebrate diversity. Don't don't want to say anything to make any group angry. Our, our politicians are terrible at this. This is why we get nothing but uh, happy news from them all the time. And at some point, we need to be honest. And I think the issues we need to be most honest about are cultural issues.
0: You know, if somebody yeah. wants to say Merry Christmas, they should be able to say what they want. If you want to yeah, put Merry a Christmas... Christmas. You know, if you yeah, want to put a Christmas, that, you
2: know, and and if and you know, if you don't uh, mm-hmm. believe in Santa Claus, well, you know, just be a grown up about it. And and again, I think that the culture has a right to perpetuate its traditions. So, exactly, while we do have obviously in the West individual rights, I mean, if anybody said get rid of freedom of speech or individual rights, they would be an anti-Western culturist. We While we do have individual rights, though, we got to realize that the culture also has rights you have a right to have an area in town where your kids can go and not be just sort of constantly bombarded with uh, antisocial behavior. We have a right to have radio stations that aren't sort of sending out negative messages all the time. Those are public airwaves. Mm -hmm. Um, The public should have a say on that. And you may say, well, it's my individual right to uh, advocate drug use and violence and and so forth and hatred towards women on on the radio. Well, it's. Yeah, your individual rights have to be balanced out by cultural rights. In, in this day of uh, the Internet, there's, there's lots of and the satellite, radio, so there's lots of venues for speech, but we do need to have some area that's little protected, that shows that we have values we believe in.
0: John, uh, what does culturism have to do or have to say about the recent honor killings in Texas?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, um Again, this just goes to show you that there really is cultural diversity. People say that all all cultures are the same, and no, in other countries, that's noble and good. People are into honor killings. If you ask the person that did them, was he doing the right thing, they'll look in the eye and they'll say, yes, I was. Um, To stop honor killings, we have to stop telling people in our schools, young people, as multiculturalists do, that all cultures are basically the same and we should celebrate them all. We have to assert Western values as special and right in Western nations. All um, the people, though, are harder to change, and that's why the best way to prevent future honor killings in, in Texas or elsewhere in the West is not to let people move here from countries that celebrate honor killings. Uh, this culture's policy is necessary to protect our values and um, the sense of female rights that the West has, uniquely has. And, again, you know, you say, well, you're going to uh, say entire people from entire cultures can't come here? Well, they can have their own life in their own country. And we we've dedicated ourselves to being blind to any any policy distinctions on the basis of creed, national origin, religion, political affiliation, blah 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 blah. And uh, you know, people that believe belong uh, believe in honor killings. That's great in their country, and I, I don't want to judge their culture. I'm not going to be able to change their culture even if I want to, but I really don't think we need to have them coming here and creating areas where that's acceptable.
0: Now, you write that culture only exists in heads and land. How do you explain that?
2: Um, well, where else would it exist? Where else could cultures exist? Um and this can be seen to be important in the creation of Islamic areas in Europe where police are not allowed to go, the so-called no-go zones. Uh, when you have that, that means that there are smaller areas in which Western culture is in control. Similarly, if the southwest of the U.S. becomes a cultural outpost of Mexico, we can expect Mexican types of institutions, government, and economic so economy to dominate. Um California has, you know, things which are very much now like Mexico. We have crowded schools, closing hospitals, Mm -hmm. high teen pregnancy rates, uh, you know, criminal culture flourishing in in places. And this is all based on population. We we sort of have this idea that rights and and ideals just sort of exist. They only exist in people's heads. And people's heads can't exist, obviously, without land, without some food, some substance, some space. So when we, uh, I really think we can, rather than think about it sort of in a grand scale, I think that we can really measure the progress or the receding of cultures by looking at what, what land they occupy. And as such, uh, an important component of culturism is keeping people believing in our, our values in our areas. And, for, and keeping our areas for people that believe in our values.
0: Does uh, is it true then that culturism denies universal values?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I if people really, I mean, people agree with me, and they say, yeah, maybe we, we shouldn't be in Iraq. You're right. Diversity does exist. We um, we don't want female genital mutilation and so forth in this country. Uh, you know. People are generally against abusing women and, and honor killings, this kind of thing. But if I'm to be consistent, I got to let you know that in other countries, female genital mutilation is called female circumcision. It's practiced by grandmothers on their grandchildren. They they're into that. That's their culture. They they give you a, a, a gives them a sense of belonging and and intergenerational connection and and. You know, a woman who's had that done to her is um, pure. She's a good woman. And I can't really judge that. I can't really say that there's, you know, there's, it's just wrong. There's universal rights. They're just wrong. It's very much, much wrong to me. That's because I grew up in a country where a woman's body is her body. It's mm-hmm. sacrosanct. Um, no one has the right to do much to it, you know, without her, her consent, her adult consent. But that's just me. And, um, again, when we get into uh, tyranny in other countries, separation of church and state, individual rights, freedom of speech, these kind of things, I, I think there's a whole cultural collective over in other countries that I have to accept. And I can't, I can't really say they're wrong and I'm right. My, our culture, culture is our culture. So here, absolutely it's right. People say I'm culturally well to this. Absolutely not. In this country, we need to stand up for women and women having autonomy and rights over their body. In other countries, they stand up for their vision. And, I, you know, I'm proud of them for doing so. I would expect nothing else.
0: John, stand um, by. We've got to take our universal. final break for this hour. John uh, presses our special guest, Culturism, a word a value, our future. His website is www.culturism.com. Dot .us and John and I will be back on the other side of this break as the exome continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada exclusively on the Talk Star Radio Network.
1: Wanted to play the guitar. With the Victor Lee Guitar Method, if you've got a song you can hum in the shower, in just one easy lesson, you can start actually to read sheet music and play the guitar. You'll be playing beautifully in no time, and the tunes you write can actually be played on other instruments using the government endorsed Victor Lee Guitar Translator. Victor Lee's amazing offer is online at www.victorleeguitarmethod.com. guitar method.com. Learn how to play beautiful. The guitar and read music and translate the music you write to be played on other instruments. Music is the international language and the copyrighted Victor Lee guitar translator instructions are available in most languages spoken around the world. Go now to www.victorleeguitarmethod.com. Open yourself to a wonderful world of music. www.victorleeguitarmethod.com.
0: Is our guest this hour, Nation, John, we've only got a few minutes left. Uh, first of all, thanks very much for joining us tonight, and uh, I wish you a lot of success with this book. I, I think that books like yours open up the eyes, and when you've got the eyes opening up, you've got the brain and the heart opening up at the same time, so a great job done. Thank you.
2: I've really enjoyed being here, and I'm um hope oh, people did take a chance to go to my website, uh, www.culturism.us, and take the culturist quiz, see if they might be culturists themselves. Generally, I think if we start identifying ourselves as culturists, if we talk about culture and people say, that's racist, we, mm-hmm. we, we clarify things. If uh, you know, people talk about multiculturalism, we, and we say, let's take diversity seriously. Let's talk about it as if it were seriously and call ourselves culturists. I think our country's safer off. I think rights and all the things we believe in are safer off. So I hope uh, you, your listeners, uh, start using the word "culturist," identifying as culturist.
0: One last question for you, John: If the majority of culture like uh, likes uh, determines right and wrong, what would you say uh, about Nazi Germany?
2: Ah, oh, great question. Um, well, the reason that Nazi Germany is such a heart to us, I mean, the ultimate heart, is because they just went so strongly against Western values. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's uh, the right of the individual since Socrates in our, in our culture has been considered sacrosanct, right? You, you have individual, even in Protestantism, individual conscience, relationship with God is sacrosanct. And to have the state say, Okay, we're going to freeze all discussion. Anybody who speaks up is going to get what Socrates gets. It just, it just goes so strongly against Western values. That's how I, as a culturist, judge things. I say, does this further our traditions? Does this destroy our traditions? Um, so, you know, the Nazis are the ultimate anti Western people.
0: John, again, thanks very much for joining us tonight. Uh, Give out your website again and uh, tell our listeners how they can get more information on you and your book.
2: Okay, Robert. It's been fantastic being here. I really enjoyed uh, speaking with you. Thank you, sir. uh, They they can go again to www.culturism.us. Again, there's no A-L in culturism. and if they go there, they'll see I have a blog, I have mm-hmm. obviously my, my book for sale, but there's debate guides, there are all kinds of resources, there's book summaries, culturist book summaries that, that they can use to better inform themselves and understand the philosophy of culturalism. The book, if, if you'll see the table of contents, goes over anthropology and psychology and world history. It's quite quite broad, and uh, again, if they read it, they can become better culturists, and I think... Uh, strongly know what they're talking about when they identify themselves with cultists, and again, rights in Western Civ will be safer for
0: it. John, take care of yourself, and uh, look forward to talking to you in the future.
2: Okay, enjoy the rest of your show. Thank
0: you. Thanks a lot, John. one 877 is toll-free. Uh, the top five signs you're giving your kids way too much money for their allowance. Number one, they hire a maid to clean their room. Number two, just uh, bought their second rental property. Number three, do all the other fifth graders have their own limo and driver? Number four, you find copies of Forbes magazine under their beds instead of Playboys. And number five, the bodyguards seem a little too much. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, Dr. June Stovall will be be joining me. And I've got my darn cold back, so excuse me. Dr. Eugene Stovell will be joining us. We're going to be talking about conspiracies as the exome continues, right here live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively on the Talkstar Radio Network.